Turn to Joshua chapter 1, starting with verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, and to the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn to the right hand, or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for the encouragement we see here and how you interact with people, the, the callings that you put on men is a beautiful thing. Lord, today may we have courage to, to hear your call and then to follow it. Lord, I pray that you would speak to, to hearts, wherever they may be. I pray that you would clearly speak to them as we know your message is. And Lord, that they may arise this day and bring glory to you because of the courage you have given us. We ask this in your most holy name. Amen. Speaking on courage, you know, we're, this, this whole um, series we're going through here, uh, through most of the, uh, this time in the spring, we're talking about being made for more, that there's, there's more to life than, than what the world often offers us. But to do some of these things, to, to truly follow after God, to, uh, to, to step out on faith, it takes courage. Winston Churchill, no doubt probably one of the most courageous people who ever lived, fighting those nasty Nazis back in the 40s. Winston Churchill said of, of courage, he said, Courage is the first of human qualities because it is the quality which guarantees all the others. Well, Winston, he, he had it here. 
If we don't have courage, all the other qualities we have will never matter. If you can be a good person, you can be a good speaker, you can be a loving person, but if you never have the courage to step out and to do those things, then it's all for naught. So courage is that number one thing, and I believe it holds churches back, it holds believers back when we do not have courage. And church, I want to tell you today that we have the opportunity to have courage each and every day, week in and week out, not because of our own fortitude, but because of who God is. He is able to give us the courage that we need. And when we're looking here at the story of Joshua, he was, he was given a mighty task. Moses is now dead, and so he's, he's assimilated into the ranking official for the nation. He's the, he's the spokesman for the people. He's the one calling all the shots. And in this time of change, he turns to the Lord, and the Lord tells him, here's the call, now have courage and go through with it. I believe this is, a, this is a very powerful message for the church today, to, to hear this, that, that the, the commands of God are, are something we need to, to have courage and to go with. The days of just coming to church, sitting through service, and then walking out the door and being happy that we are saved, those days are gone. We need to be a people who hear the message, who, who sure, we accept the message and we become new creatures in Christ, but we also need to have courage to take that message to the world, to step out on faith and to do things maybe we've never done before. Just like our man jo- Joshua this morning. Joshua was trying something totally new to him. And it took courage. And if you're looking through that passage of Scripture, you see where God over and over and over again tells him to have courage. Do not be dismayed. Do not be frightened. And church, no matter what goes on in this world today, I want you to understand that there is a courage available from God today if we will just ask for it. God equips those that he loves. In this passage, I I had a few points I wanted us to kind of uh, mine from it, apply it to our lives, and then go out and to live by courage. But when it comes to calls, we, we've spoken uh, so far on the call of, of Moses. We've spoken on the call of, of Jacob. And now we're talking about the call of Joshua. There, there are some, some consistencies here. And I, and I believe, now stay with me, I, I believe that as we're reading through this, this passage of Scripture, and then we go to Matthew 28, we see the same God who's behaving in exactly the same way. He's telling people, here's what I desire and will for you to do. It is for me. I'll never leave you. And the first thing we need to know about calls of God, the first thing we, we need to, to contemplate and to truly understand is that calls of God are divine. They are from God. It's important to bear this in mind as we're reading through the story of Joshua. Otherwise, we're, we're going to misunderstand not only the whole teaching of the book of Joshua, we're, we're going we're gonna to misunderstand the whole story of the, the Israeli nation. Because you see, as, as we read through these stories in the Old Testament, we see where, where they do really well when they have courage and they follow after God. 
But whenever they, they lack courage and they, they begin to do their own thing, then that's when they begin to have problems. And it's the same for you and I today. We, we need to understand that the call of God on us today is not to be weak and to be quiet, but it's for us to be strong and to be courageous. That's the call of the gospel. So the first thing, I, uh, just to, to reiterate it, calls are divine. The second thing I want you to look at this morning, it, it, calls have a clear definition of what God wants you to do. The, the call on, on Joshua, it was clear in its terms. God laid it out for him. You can see as you're reading through that passage, God tells him that, I want you to go, get up from this place, I want you to cross this river, and wherever your souls touch, that will be yours. Don't worry about people. Don't worry about other nations. No one will be able to touch you because my hand is upon you. And church, I, I think that's, that's, a, that's, a, man, that's a go point for us today in the modern church to understand that, uh, that as we are told to go and to advance the gospel, that wherever we go, God's going to be there. God is going to be already involved. Because one, calls of God are divine. Second, they're clear. The, the, the call of Joshua was very clear. The, the call to the modern church today, it's very clear. We are to take the good news that we, we have in our lives and we are to give it to others. The third thing we see here is that calls are difficult to carry out. God told Joshua, go over this Jordan. Go over and this isn't just some little creek that you can jump over or find a log. I mean, it was the Jordan River, it, it's, it's a great big river that runs year-round. There was no bridge, there was no ferry, especially anything that could accommodate an entire nation of people. But God told him to cross this river, and, and you never see him hold back and say, well, that's not possible. No, he trusts in God. He has courage that God is going to provide. And, and in the story, we see where, where Joshua steps up there, and, and God does an amazing thing and, and pulls the waters back just like he did for Moses. And the people were able to cross the Jordan River into the Promised Land. And for us today, ministry, advancing the gospel, Living our, our daily life for Christ is not always easy. That doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. And there's probably a reason that the Lord tells His people to have courage. Because this world is, is a very scary place at times. Calls are divine. They're clear. They're difficult, but not impossible. And I kind of put the last one there because I, I, didn't, I didn't want to bum us out right off the bat. Hey, calls are hard. If you've ever been involved in ministry for very long, you understand that calls are very tough. I've learned in, in being a pastor that sometimes you're the only one in the sanctuary on a Saturday night talking to a camera. And to the world, this may seem really silly. But to the creator of the universe, he understands what, what this is about. This is about preaching the word of God so that his people may have courage. We know that the word of God is, is where our faith comes from. 
lots of talk about faith in the world today. Faith is not just something that, that you claim, but faith is something God gives through His Word. And today as you tune in, understand that the Word of God, as it was read in the beginning, is that's where your faith's going to come from. It's by hearing it. And if you want more faith, get into the Word even more. And if you want to hear those calls, open your ears. And if you hear those calls, then please have courage. And understand that those calls are, are divine. Those calls are clear in their terms. Those calls are difficult, yes. But this last point I want us to look at, we are never alone in our calls. We're never alone. Joshua was told in verse 9 by the Lord himself, he says, Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The same promise that was given to Joshua way back when is given to his church today. What do you mean, Daniel? Is there a, is there a passage of scripture that kind of directs us today in our own callings? Well, I'm glad you asked. The out there is. Matthew 28. Matthew 28 is the, is the, the cornerstone verse here, I believe, for, for this exact question. I've had people ask me before, why, why do you preach on Matthew 28 so much? Well, let's read it. It's important, right? Matthew 28, starting in verse 19, it says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. As I'm reading through this, I find it interesting how similar Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9, sounds exactly like Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20. <laughs> Did you catch the similarities there? You, you have a God who's saying, go, you, you have a God who's saying, I'm always with you. You have a God who's saying, stick to the plan. The, the words that have been given you, hold tight to them. We're seeing the, 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 the same command, that, that Joshua, that same God. You can see the very nature of God in, in Joshua. It's the very same nature there that you see in Matthew 28, where, where Christ is commanding his, his disciples on what to do. No doubt Joshua... He didn't know how this was going to happen. I'm sure he knew the promises. He knew what God had said. He knew that, that they were a nation. He knew the, that the land was to be theirs, but he didn't know the hows. And God's just like, just go and have courage. Then you get to the New Testament. Here you have the disciples. Christ has been crucified. He's now risen. He's speaking with them. And they're kind of like, uh, what do we do now? And he's like, go. Make disciples baptize them, and I'm with you always. So I'm looking through that Matthew 28, and the more I study it, the, the, the sweeter it gets to me. Because I, I, it's interesting to me that in churches that are so in love with Jesus, we kind of just say we agree with Matthew 28, but then we don't do anything about it. We don't go anywhere. We don't baptize anyone. We, we, we don't teach anything. I'm not talking about the church in general. We, we do that every Sunday. We, we baptize a lot. We, 
we disciple people, but this was a call to his disciples. And if you are a disciple of Jesus today, going, discipling, baptizing, teaching, and understanding that God is with you is something that you need to to make sure that you really are practicing in your life. I ask the question to myself a lot, why, why aren't our churches just overflowing? And I believe it comes down to this one thing. It's called courage. We, we lack the courage to, to do what God is calling us to. I, I see so many of you in our, our fellowship. I, mean, I know you're so talented. You, you have potential to, to proclaim the gospel around the world even. And, and, and so much of the time we get so caught up in everything that's going on in, in just everyday life. We forget and we kind of push Matthew 28 to the side. And we're, we're more concerned about the day in and day out of just living life in Oklahoma. Church, as it's snowing outside, I guess it is. I'm not really sure. They said it's supposed to snow. But as the inclement weather's going on, and I know it's really cold, just stop today and say, God, what is your call for my life? Read Matthew 28 and, and just purpose in your heart to be a person who goes, to be a person who finds people that need to hear the gospel. And then then you disciple those who, who say, yes, Lord, I, wa- I want to follow you. Those people who aren't just baptized into a church, but they're baptized unto Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And then we don't just drop them off there, but we continue to teach them and, and, and help them to go out into the world to do the same thing. It's not for our glory. It's not for Oklahoma Baptist glory. It's for the glory of God. This past week, I heard a, uh, was a, a video of some missionaries who had went to Papua New Guinea. And these missionaries had, and they had, they had Jordan River after Jordan River after Jordan River for them to get where they were going. But they knew God was calling them, and so they just had courage, and they went. This guy and his family, and they go to New Guinea, and they find this tribe, and they just get to love them, and they get to know them. They learn their culture. They learn their language. And then he just begins teaching them the major stories in the Old Testament, from Genesis all the way to the crucifixion of Christ. And he teaches them about this God, and, and, and it's just beautiful how, in context, he's, he's drawing this picture for them. And when he got to the crucifixion of Christ, the entire village gave their lives to Christ. Well, it didn't stop there. They, 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 they had a time of rejoicing. There was a time of mourning because they thought, man, all of our ancestors didn't know Christ, so now they... They are not with him. And so there was this, this time of mourning, but then it turned back into rejoicing. And then they said, how do we take it? How do we go? And the pastor, Pastor Mark, he didn't say, well, I don't know. You, you need to go to seminary. You need to you know, spend some time in the Word. He told them, you tell them what I've been telling you that we are sinful men and we need a Savior. And Jesus Christ came to be that perfect sacrifice at the cross of Calvary. And you know what? These people did that. They began going to their warring tribes 
around them, people that they had literally fought against. They went and proclaimed the gospel in those villages. And today in New Guinea, from that one tribe coming to know Christ, now there are, are there are 12. There are 12 tribes. It's a, it's a whole new culture there. And the reason that happened is because people had courage to hear the call of God. And I wonder what people around here need to hear about Jesus, but yet we are so scared and we lack courage to go. No, the message from God today is have courage. Do not be dismayed. Don't let pandemics get you down. Don't let church politics get you down. Don't let snow get you down. Take the gospel wherever you go. And the reason is, is very clear. It's because we're made for more. You and I are made to to bring glory to God. Today I pray that you take courage in these words. Not my words, but the words that we have read out of Scripture today. That you will take these to heart, and, and you will purpose in your heart to say, God, I hear your call to take the message of the gospel. Now give me courage. May we be guilty of that today because we truly are made for more. Mm-hmm.